I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stingler. Plus, an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network. Well, if you like free baseball, you love the Padres. For the third straight game, extras would be needed to decide the game. And once again, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado team up to keep the Padres alive. I said it before the game in in the pregame show. This was going to be a game to test the Padres and see where they're at. And although for most of the game it looked like the Padres weren't going to come through, El Nino decided to say enough is enough and got the Padres all tied up with a monster home run. And, you know, I didn't want to say it before the game because I didn't feel like we needed that negativity in the universe, but I've read plenty about the Padres and how they've had an easy-ish schedule throughout their last 15 or so games. But with the Astros at somewhat full strength and the Padres down to just one bench player after Eric Cosmer left the game early, after being hit by a pitch, it was all hands on deck and the Padres were able to find a way to beat the Astros. It was it was a really crazy top of the 11th inning, that is for sure. They scored seven runs in the top of the 11th, and this was a big win, and most of me wants to scream from the rooftops, but Padres fans should be very happy with their team. I'm not going to scream from the rooftops just because it uh, is still May. And it's still the you know still early in the season, and they, but the Astros are a really great team. So you have to look, you have to really really love what you saw from the Padres. I guess in the top of the eleventh inning, I'm not gonna lie, it was rough. It was rough going there for a long time in the game. The Padres couldn't get anything going after the Tommy Pham home run in the third inning, but it was it was uh, it was hard to get anybody on base. It was hard to get a hit. It was hard to get a walk. So the Padres, for you know, if you look at the box score, if you didn't watch the game, if you didn't see anything that happened tonight, and you just open up your your phone or look at the newspaper tomorrow morning, you're gonna be like, okay, well, the Padres they had a great game, they they beat the Astros ten to three, but that doesn't tell the whole story. It was a tale of two games, to be honest. I mean, think about it. In the eleventh, they just pretty much put the Houston Astros up against the ropes and they knocked them out. And that's what the Padres have been doing all season long in, in extra inning games. And, and they've also been able to, they've, they've, they've also been able to step up when they need to. And it was one of those nights where you kind of felt like they were going to at least tie up the game late, 
and they did with the Tatis home run, and then Manny Machado just did it again. He put the team on his back. He hit the ball down the right field line. He scored uh, the runner. They go up three to two, and uh, or yeah, they go up to three to two. And it was uh, after that, it was just you think Mark Melanson's going to come in the game? He has seventeen saves in seventeen games and seventeen opportunities, and he unfortunately took uh, the first blown save of the season for himself. But it doesn't matter. It ended up being okay. The Padres win. They moved to 33-19 on the year. The Astros moved to 27-23 and on the year. But again, uh, Melanson, I wouldn't worry about it. He ends up getting the win, actually, which is kind of crazy. I, I don't know. I'm looking at the box score right now, and I have no idea how he how you get a blown save and a win in the same game. That seems a little strange to me. Uh, the game was 4 hours and 43 minutes. The Padres scored 10 runs on 11 hits. They had no errors. The Astros, they scored three runs on seven hits and two errors. Um, Rayleigh gets the loss for the Astros. He's two and three on the year. And uh, the Padres were very shorthanded. So we're going to talk to Coach a little bit later about that. We're going to go through the game highlights, and we're going to try to sort things out with Jace Tingler. And uh, we're going to get some information on Eric Hosmer because he did leave the game very, very early. It caused uh, Mateo to come off the bench into center field, and it caused Jerks and Profar to come back to first base. And from center field to first base. So it was uh, one of those nights where you kind of had a lump in your throat in the beginning, but as the game went along, you figured that the Padres were up for the challenge. So we'll get into all of that here on the post-game show on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Matt Scraby. Strap in because uh, we got a long game highlight se- segment, and we'll be talking to Coach. We'll be hearing, like I said, from Jay Stingler. We'll also probably hear from a player. So we'll get into all of that. Um, that's it for now. I guess we're waiting for Jay Stingler to sit down with the media, so we're going to keep an eye on that and bring it to you as soon as possible. But we're going to take a quick break right now, and when we get back, we're going to go through everything that happened in the game. I'm Matt Scravey. This is the Padres Post Game Show on 97.3 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Matty Machado from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. And Manny Machado had a massive hit tonight in the game to get the Padres up in the 10th inning. 
So good thing for Manny Machado being in the lineup or being a DH tonight. He was available tonight. He did not play any defense, but because they were playing an American League team in Houston, he was able to be a DH, and so that was perfect for the Padres. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Padres beat the Astros 10-3 to in 11 innings. It took a long time, four hours and 43 minutes, but – uh, it took a long time for the uh, the Padres' bats to get going as well. But once they did, everybody in the lineup contributed. And once we get into the 11th inning in the highlights, you will know why. So let's waste no time. Let's get to everything that happened tonight. Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by EcoWater SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at EcoWaterSoCal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWaterSoCal.com. Well, you might say, like, why are you taking so long on the highlights when it was a 10-3 to game? Well, it was a tale of two games because in the beginning of the game, it was tough for base runners to get on for the Padres and the Astros. The Nelson Lamette, he, it was a quick first inning on both sides with each team sending four batters up to the plate. Both Fromber, Valdez, and Denelson Lamette, they look sharp. In fact, Lamette needed only 12 pitches to get through the first. In the top of the second inning, Eric Cosmer led off for the Padres but was hit by a pitch in the elbow. He stayed in the game, but he did have to exit the game in the bottom of the second. A couple of strikeouts for the Padres ended the top of the second quickly. As I mentioned in the open, Jorge Mateo came into the game and went to center field while Jerks and Profar moved from center field to first base, and then they were down to one bench player, which was Victor Caratini. In the bottom of the second, Lamette walked McCormick and gave up a double to Miles Straw, but he struck out Martin Maldonado to end the inning without a run scoring top of the third though saw the scoring get started with tommy fam starting to heat up he let off the inning with this leads the team and walks and a 3-1 pitch hit in the air to right pretty well struck tucker's going back he's in front of the wall he looks up it's gonna go tommy fam oppo at minute Maid park a line drive to right his third home run of the season and the padres take a one nothing lead in the third and Oppo Taco, as Tony Gwynn Jr. would say, to Nelson Lamette, he w- he went back out, or actually to finish that inning up, there would be a couple more base runners for the Padres, but they would only be able to get that one run across. To Nelson Lamette went back out, back out to pitch the bottom of the third and got into a bit of trouble, but was able to get out of the inning without any damage after getting Yuli Gurriel to line out the center field. Nothing going for the Padres in the top of the fourth. Uh, in the bottom of the fourth, Lamette was still on the mound, he gave up a single to Carlos Correa, and then the number seven hitter, Chris McCormick, or Chaz McCormick, I should say, stepped into the box. 0-1, and this pitch is hit well out to deep left field. Going back, Pam, looking up, going to go. A two-run shot into the Crawford boxes. McCormick's fourth home run of the season, and the Astros now lead it 2-1 in the bottom of the fourth. That was it for Lamette. He went three innings, gave up five hits, two earned runs, walked two, and struck out three on 64 pitches. Not a bad start by any means. Basically one bad mistake, which was the homer. Uh, Nick Ramirez took over for Lamette, and he gave up a single but got out of the inning without major drama. Top of the fifth saw a pitching change for the Astros. Fromber Valdez out of the game. Christian Javier into the game. He walked Tommy Pham but had no problem with Machado, Cronenworth, and Tatis. Uh, there were some tense moments in the bottom of the fifth, but Nick Ramirez got through it with no damage. The Padres were officially in struggle mode at the plate after going up three or after going three up, three down in the top of the sixth. Austin Adams replaced Nick Ramirez, and he owes Webster Rivas dinner or something after saving him because Adams walked Miles Straw. Then Rivas, in his major league debut, showed off his arm. 
Runner will go. Maldonado takes. Rivas throw down to second. Is a seed, and he got him. Oh, Webster Rivas. Welcome to the big leagues. From his knees, he throws out Miles Straw, trying to steal second base. And an absolute pellet down to second. If this holds, that was nasty. I love Tony in that beginning of that whole thing. Uh, it, it did hold. They did review it, but it did hold, and he uh, Rivas gets his first caught stealing in the major leagues. Adams then got out of the inning by getting Jose Altuve to ground into a double play to end it. It was um, tough going for Padres batters tonight, and after a Webster-Rivas walk, it was three straight outs. Nabil Krismat came in the game for Austin Adams, and there were some more nervous moments that included the bases being loaded in a long, high fly ball to right that may have been a grand slam by McCormick, but there was about maybe a foot between Will Myers and the top of the wall that kept the game at 2-1 to one instead of 6-1 to one Astros. And this would prove to be important because top of the eighth and the Padres are having trouble getting on base. Jake Cronenworth popped out to Carlos Correa. Then Fernando Tatis Jr. did not waste any time. Now Tatis. First pitch is hammered to left field. Forget about it. Up by the train tracks. And the game is tied in the eighth. A missile to left for Tatis. His 14th home run of the season. Two to two here in the eighth. A 408-foot, 104-mile-an-hour off-the-bat home run to tie it up. Nothing else happening outside of a Will Meyer single in that inning, but it was tied up. Nabil Krismat came back into pitch and retired the Astros 1-2-3, got uh, Maldonado and Altuve to strike out. Top of the ninth was a quick dismantling by Ryan Presley of the Astros. He dismantled the Padres easily. Bottom of the ninth saw Tim Hill come into the game for the Padres, and he, too, quickly dismantled the Astros hitters. So for the third time in the last three games, the Padres were headed for extra innings. Ryan Stanek entered the game for the Astros to pitch. Manny Machado led off with Tommy Pham on second due to the extra inning rule. And Manny once again came through. Pham at second, no out. One and two. Here's the pitch, and Manny reaches for it, lines it the other way. It is a fair ball headed into the corner. That'll give the Padres the lead, 3-2 to two here in the 10th inning. Manny's on his way to second, sliding in ahead of the tag from Correa. An RBI double here in the 10th inning. And Manny Machado hit that. Uh, he went oppo on a 99-mile-an-hour fastball from Stanek. Padres headed to the bottom of the 10th with a 3-2 lead, and Mark Melanson on the mound. Melanson was 17 for 17 in saves heading into the inning. Uh, Alex Bregman was the runner sent to second in the extra inning. Melanson got Guriel to ground out but moved Bregman to third. He then walked Carlos Correa. Chaz McCormick, who scored the first two runs for the Astros, made it all three with a sack fly to right field. The Astros tied it up. Melanson was not looking like the Melanson we know. He then walked the bases loaded by giving a free pass to Miles Straw and Martin Maldonado. But even though Mark Melanson had command issues, he was able to keep the game tied and got Altuve to fly out to center field. Thanks to Jesse Agler for this stat, but those three unintentional walks by Mark Melanson was the first time he had done that in a game since his fourth appearance in 2009 with the Yankees. I don't know how Jesse does it, but he does pull some great stats, so thank you to Jesse Agler for that one. Top of the 11th, and Brooks Raley was in the game pitching for the Astros. Victor Caratini, who was in for Webster Rivas, swung at the first pitch and singled to left. Then Hassan Kim dug into the box, fouled a ball off his foot, but was able to, uh, but was able to do this. Here's the one and one, and Kim swings, loops one into right field. That will get down in a fair ball. One run comes in to score as Profar hits the plate. Caratini is coming all the way around to third base, and a blue RBI single for Hassan Kim puts the Padres back in front, four to three here in the eleventh. 
So Caratini was on third, and Tommy Pham starting to find that magic. Two and two to Pham. Runners get first and third, and this is a line drive into right field for a base hit. Caratini will score the easy way. Five to three Padres here in the 11th. A new pitcher came in for the Astros. Manny Machado grounds to short. Correa goes to second, but Altuve not able to get the double play. Jake Cronenworth stepped up to bat, and on the sixth pitch, he swung at a fastball. Have a 5-3 edge. 3-2 pitch and a hard-hit grounder off the glove of the second baseman, Altuve, into right field. That'll get a run home. 6-3 in the top of the 11th inning. Ah-Sung Kim comes in to score. Manny makes it all the way around to third base, and Jake Cronenworth comes through. And the Padres have officially broken it open at this point. Then El Nino Fernando Tatis Jr. launched a sack fly to right field, and Manny Machado scored. Jorge Mateo reaches on an Altuve air. Uh, Will Myers doubles to left, and Cronenworth scored 8-3 to three Padres. Then Jerickson Profar swung at the first pitch he saw, and he singled to center, which scored both Mateo and Will Myers, so 10-3 to three Padres. They scored seven runs on six hits, and there was an error, but they scored the most runs in any inning this season in the top of the 11th. Then Emilio Pagan came in, relieved Mark Melanson, and shut down the game. 2-1 to Bregman. Scored the tying run in the 10th inning. Bats in a very different situation here in the 11th, and he pops it up. Right side of the infield. Profar coming in from first, and he will make the two-handed catch. That is the ball game in 11, and that is a winner. That was a winner. Four hours and 43 minutes to get to that winner, but the Padres did take the take the game 10-3. to three. The Padres scored 10 runs on 11 hits with no errors. The Astros only scored three runs on seven hits, but they did have two errors. Mark Melanson gets the win. He moves to 1-0. He also gets a blown save. Again, I don't know how that works out, but it does. So good for Mark Melanson getting the win. And uh, Rayleigh gets the loss for the Houston Astros. We'll get more into some of the box score a little bit later, but I know that um, Jay Singler has spoken to the media. So let's go to him and let's try to find out what happened with Eric Cosmer tonight. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jace Tingler. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Yeah, they were, you know, terrific. And it was from uh, some guys, you know, early on that, um, you know, been looking to, they've done a good job, A, but, um, you know, got it, got got thrown into some roles tonight that, uh, you know, they, they, they haven't, you know, ahead yet so um you know i think it starts you know ramirez coming out and giving us you know what he gave us and and kept him there and then uh went ahead and used adams for 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 a couple of the righties and then charismat uh you know just absolutely kept us in the game and then you know we tied it up and um he was uh you know all, all those guys but i say like you know i thought his was you know extra um you know important because it was so late in the game and um, he really had to go through, uh, you know, some some legit uh, major league hitters, some of the better ones in the league. And then, um, God, the game was so long. Um, um, you know, obviously, you know, Tim Hill coming in and, and uh, you know, get the ball to, to Melanson and didn't really give up, you know, many hits or anything like that. Just, you know, the runner at second and uh, he made some pitches there with the bases loaded on Altuve to get us out of it. And then obviously, you know, Pagan there at the end. But uh, those guys were huge. But certainly Ramirez and Krizmat for, for stepping up tonight. Have anybody left? Had uh, you not scored uh, seven runs there? 
Um, the other guys we were trying to stay away from, it was going to be, um, you know, we, we had a couple guys that, that, that were next, but that was not the situation we would have been looking for. Uh, in the uh, 11th, what, what did you see that just kind of made it get rolling even before the Altuve uh, air? Um, I just thought our guys just executed and didn't try to, try to do too much. So you kind of look up and, and um, you know, I thought we did a really good job of just using the other part of the field. And then realistically, too, what happens in those situations, you bring the infield in, you bring the infield halfway in, and just more holes, more space opens up. But I will say I thought our guys um, didn't try to do too much. They backed the ball up and, and took their knocks and ran the bases. And, you know, like those innings, honestly, like they they don't happen. Yeah, we had some runs. Manny beats off the backside, the back end of that double play, and then runs are created after that and him getting after it down the line. Uh, Mateo absolutely flying down the line. And then, um, you know, uh, you know, pressure, you know, j- just pressuring them. And then Will gets the double. Profar gets, um, you know, the hit to be able to add on. So even in the 11th inning, the way these guys are, are hustling and playing, I mean, it's uh, – I don't know what to say. Just uh, it's the way it's supposed to be done, and those guys are executing. All right, that was Padres manager Jace Tingler talking to the media after the game just to reiterate what he said about Eric Hosmer. He said Jace Tingler said that Eric Hosmer got an x-ray, and it was negative. He's wearing a compression sleeve, and he uh, also said the team dodged a bullet on that one. So they're going to reevaluate him in the morning and see how he is feeling. So hopefully it's all good news because that would be a huge blow to lose Eric Hosmer, especially right now. Especially right now. Padres win 10-3. to Kathy, I see you there. I will get to you in just a second. But first, let's go to Coach John Quintera. Coach, it was a, a long one. And all I have to ask you right now is, what are the guys, how do they turn around quickly enough to play a day game tomorrow after a late night game today? Well, I can tell you it's a lot easier when you win uh, the late night game, uh, coming to the ballpark the next morning. Uh, a little bit tougher for the team that uh, took one uh on the chin tonight and boy i'll tell you what padres really worked them over there in the 11th inning i mean uh, they were doing a little bit of everything some great hustle down the line by machado and mateo and uh some great base running uh, manny guy uh, getting over to third on that fly ball um you know i'm very impressed uh, with the way the padres played tonight i mean they were struggling let's face it both teams were struggling to swing the bat tonight it was an ugly baseball game i mean if you're you're really truly honest 16 walks between the two teams, 18 strikeouts, uh, not a lot of offense until late in the ball game. I mean, the Padres got, let's face it, the majority of their 11 hits uh, in that 11th inning tonight. But uh, hey, the the bottom line, you're going to win ugly ball games when you play 162, and it's better to win an ugly ball game than lose an ugly ball game, and that's why it'll be a lot easier, I think, for the ball club to to get back to the ballpark for that early day game tomorrow. You know, Matt. Uh, you take a look at this ball game. Denelson Lamette, I mean, his numbers, you know, he gave up two inning or two earned runs and, uh, you know, three plus. I mean, he, he gave up the, the two runs there in the fourth inning. They took him out. And, you know, I that looks pretty good. But, you know, really, I, I didn't think he had great stuff after about the second inning. I think he started to get tired. Um, you know, he'd never thrown this year more than 41 pitches in a ball game. And I think he ended up with 63 and I think 30 or 64 and he had 37 for strikes. So his command wasn't great, but the bullpen, another eight innings tonight for the bullpen, yeah. two hits, 
one unearned run. They walked eight, though, and I know some of those were intentional uh, and, and six strikeouts. And you know what? Uh, I was so perturbed uh, listening to the ball game when they said Mark Melanson got uh, a blown save. That, that That's a bogus stat. When you put a ghost runner out on second base and you give up that run, it's an unearned run, first yeah, of all. It is, yeah. You don't get charged for the run. But for him to take his first blown save of the year in an inning where he didn't even give up a hit, that's kind of a crock. It is. Yeah, it is. And they definitely, his blown save, and Jesse said it on the broadcast, it's going to be an asterisk, but it's going to go down in the record books as a blown save. But I, I agree with you. It's not actually a blown save. Now, what what did you think of his, his command? I mean, he did walk a bunch of guys after that, but um, I, I don't know what to, to take away from Mark Melanson tonight. Well, hey, you're, he's human. Uh, he he wasn't perfect tonight, but hey, uh, at the end of the day, aside from giving up that unearned run, uh, he was able to get through that inning and got out of a bases loaded jam. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that Houston order. I mean, they got some guys that are tough, man. When that Yuli Gurriel comes up, uh, I just sit there and uh, hold my breath. That guy's having a hell of a year, and you got Bregman and Altuve. Correa. I mean, they got some dudes that can flat out swing the bat, and, and the Padre pitching staff did a hell of a job tonight. Yeah, uh, what do you think about what's going on with the the bullpen? I mean, they don't are they are we going to see another move for tomorrow? Because uh, they're they're just using the bullpen a lot in the beginning part of this year, and we kind of saw it on uh, yesterday during the game with the Brewers that the bullpen had a bad game for the first time all season. Really, um, I, they have to do something different at some point, don't you think? Well, yeah, they're they're going to, and you know, I, I would imagine that. Um, Chris Matt uh, could be a guy that goes down. I mean, he's pitched each of the last couple of days uh, and, you know, did a good job yesterday. He gave up two runs. One of them was unearned in that ball game in Milwaukee. And then uh, tonight he went out there and threw two innings, gave up one hit, a couple of walks and two strikeouts and did a nice job. Uh, Nick Ramirez, who uh, showed up from El Paso today, you know, he hung in there, did a good job. Two innings, a hit, a couple of walks, a couple of strikeouts. You know, I would imagine Chris Matt would be the guy uh, going back. I know Northcraft uh, threw uh, last night uh, a couple of innings, I believe. So, you know, you may be able to bring him in, and he could throw an inning, uh, maybe two, but more than likely one, and then they may ship him out. I mean, it's going to be a revolving door. Anybody down in AAA right now, for the most part, that's on the 40-man roster, the Padres, and they have options left. They're, they're going to keep moving those guys up and down and trying to keep this bullpen fresh. I mean, uh, you know, Stammen maybe could give you one tomorrow. Uh, you know, I think they're in a lot better shape uh, tomorrow than they were going into today. But, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Melanson threw a lot of pitches tonight. Did, yeah. And they were they were high-stress pitches. And, you know, you're not going to have your command every night. But you know what? He found a way to make that pitch, got the – uh, fly ball to center field. Mateo grabbed that thing like uh, it was uh, a pot of gold. He was so happy <laughs> to make that catch. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? Mateo was one for five tonight. But you know what? I, I, root, I root for this guy. This kid plays the game hard. He plays it the right way. He's always hustling. And, you know, he swung the bat better than a one for five tonight. He ripped that ball at Altuve, and Altuve, you know, knocked it down. He got charged with an air. He threw the ball wide, but Mateo's getting down the line. And, you know, he may not be the best center fielder in the world, but you know what? 
that, that guy goes out and plays hard. And I, I really respect his game, and I, and I hope to, to see him continue to grow as a major league player. He's a very young major league player, so anytime he gets an opportunity, it's another opportunity for him to gain some valuable experience for this Padre Ball Club. Absolutely. Last one for me, Coach, is uh, Webster Rivas made his major league mm-hmm. debut after years and years and years in the minor leagues. These are some of my favorite stories in baseball. What did you think about him tonight? I thought he did an outstanding job behind the plate. I know he worked with all these pitchers during spring training, but, you know, it's been, you know, basically two months. And he came in tonight, didn't miss a beat. Uh, he threw that base runner out from his knees, looked like the old days of Benito Santiago <laughs> here in San Diego. And, you know, I was hoping that first ball he hit that went off the glove of Correa, they ended up giving Correa an error on it. I was hoping Rivas was going to get his first major league hit. But, you know, he ended up uh, tonight going 0 for 3, but he got on base twice. He hit that ball hard that went off the glove of Correa for the air. He also walked tonight, and I thought he did himself uh, very nicely in his major league debut. But I also tell you this, I think we got to give Jay Stingler some credit. I thought when he brought in Melanson uh, and and decided to bring Caratini in to catch him in the 10th inning, I think that was a great move. I I think that was a a great move because of the familiarity between Melanson and Caratini. And, of course, Caratini uh, obviously chipped in, uh, got that key base hit right away and uh, ended up scoring a run tonight as well. So Caratini's doing a hell of a job right now, and I would imagine he'll probably get the start tomorrow and they'll probably give uh, Rivas uh, the start on, on Sunday. We'll have to wait and see on that, and hopefully Hosmer's ready to go tomorrow. I saw him back in the dugout there at the end of the night. It looked like he was okay, but I thought Webster Rivas did a really, really nice job. Yeah, so did I, and uh, you Darvish hap- or is uh, starting for the Padres tomorrow night, so Victor Caratini, you know he's going to be in that lineup. You know it. Yeah, he'll be there tomorrow, and then they'll probably go with Rivas on uh on uh, Sunday, and yeah, that day game tomorrow, the Houston Astros, uh, uh, they they took one uh, pretty good tonight. Uh, They're not going to be all that happy having to get out of bed and head to the ballpark where the Padres, they're going to jump out of bed, get breakfast, and going to have a little more bounce in their step. (laughs) That's very true, Uh, and I will have a little (laughs) bit of bounce in my step as well because I'll be here tomorrow, and I will talk to you on the postgame tomorrow night, Coach, or tomorrow day And I look forward to it. How about that, Matty? Uh, Three straight days of extra inning games. The Padres have gotten two out of three, and Hopefully they can win that ball game tomorrow, get the series, and then go for the sweep on Sunday. I like the way you're talking, Coach. I like the way you're talking. (laughs) Thanks so much for uh, joining us tonight. All righty, Matt. Keep it rolling. Thank you very much. That was Coach John Cantera. You can hear him on uh, the station weekdays from noon to 3, talking all about the Padres. So we'll be talking with Coach uh, tomorrow on the postgame show as well. Okay, Kathy, you have been waiting, and I appreciate you waiting. Kathy, what are you thinking about the game tonight? Well, I, I don't have that much fun watching the game at Minute Maid Park since the 2015 ADLS against the Royals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Came back to, yeah. But, you know, obviously I'm worried about Haas, but I'm hoping, you know, he comes back tomorrow. But I don't want yeah, to they said that he got an x-ray and it's negative, and it, it seems like they're, he's going to be okay. Yeah, I, I hope so. But, man, that 11th inning... I mean, I obviously, you know, getting worried about Melanson. I, I mean, I don't want to say blow, blew a save either because that's that's so, so stupid. But watching that that eleventh inning, that was absolutely amazing. And Tommy Pham. I mean, have you guys even mentioned Tommy Pham and how awesome he was tonight? And all these people that have been bagging on mm-hmm. Tommy Pham all year long. 
Yeah. You know. No, I, I agree with you. And we did mention Tommy Pham. And Tommy Pham is going to come up a little bit later in one of our awards. So I uh, appreciate the phone call, Kathy. I hope you get some good sleep tonight and you, you're ready for tomorrow. Yep. And I hope you had a great birthday on Wednesday, Scraby. Oh, I think, yes, I did. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I had a great birthday. And it's even better now that great. you said it. All right, you take care. All right, you too. Thanks, Kathy. Appreciate Kathy calling in, as always. All right, uh, I am Matt Scravey. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. The Padres beat the Houston Astros 10-3 to in 11 innings, third straight game in extras, and they take tonight's game with a seven-run top of the 11th. When we get back, we are going to talk about what is the play of the game, and we're also going to hear from Will Myers. He was the lucky guest that sat down with the media after the game, so we're going to hear what he has to say about what he thought about the big seven-run 11th inning. That's all when we get back here on 97.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Tony Gwynn Jr. from Gwynn and Chris. You're listening to the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. I am Matt Scraby, and you heard it from Tony. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. The Padres beat the Astros in 11 innings tonight, 10-3. to Mark Melanson gets the win and the blown save in the same game, and we're all on the same page. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, fit – it doesn't sit well with us that Mark Melanson gets the blown save after uh, giving up an unearned run to the extra runner that is put on second base during the extra innings. But if you're just tuning in, you missed a big 11th inning from the Padres. They scored seven runs, and they ended up winning in 11, 10-3 over the Houston Astros. The play of the game was uh, it was a tough one to come up with until this happened. I mean, until, well, let's get into the play of the game first, and then I'll explain. What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold, public, packed with lemonade flavor. Now Tatis. First pitch is hammered to left field. Forget about it! Up by the train tracks! And the game is tied in the eighth. A missile to left for Tatis. His 14th home run of the season. 2-2 two two here in the eighth. And Fernando Tatis Jr. tying it up as he always, you know, when he comes up to the plate, I say all the time, you cannot leave because he is capable of doing something special at all times. And that that home run got out in a hurry. It was quickly to the train tracks in left field. And Houston has a weird ballpark. It has a really weird ballpark, but that would have been out in any ballpark that is uh, currently in the Major League Baseball rotation. So our play of the game is the Fernando Tatis Jr. home run because he tied it up and he gave the Padres new life. And uh, that's why we love him, and that's what he usually does for the Padres. So eighth inning home run will always get you a play of the game. Will Myers also made a great play, and that could have been the play of the game. He caught the ball at the wall. That could have been a grand slam. And he sat down with the media, and the, the media asked him about that play and how he felt about it when it was happening. Let's take you inside the clubhouse and find out what the Padres have to say after today's game on the Padres Radio Network. 
Oh, was there at any point when you caught, when you tracked it again that you thought it would be, or at that point you were camped under it, you were good? Honestly, uh, I didn't really know. I mean, I was just trying to make the play at that point. You know, I didn't really, you know, when it went up, it seemed like a routine fly ball. And then, you know, I lost it. And the next thing you know, it was behind me. And I was just trying to get back to make the play. I didn't really, wasn't concerned about anything other than just catching the baseball. Did, uh, did you hear anything out there from uh, the fans? You stood there for a second uh, with your. Yeah, I was just know. kind of <laughs> gathering myself after I had lost <laughs> the ball and I uh, was able to make the play and feel good about it. And uh, I saw the fan try to grab it out of my glove, but had to pull it back in. Hey, well, what does the 11th inning rally kind of say about your team? Kind of the way it unfolded, <laughs> like opposite field singles, hustle, hustling out ground balls, that kind of thing. What does, does that say about you? Yeah, it was really good. I think uh, the the thing about the game today, I feel like, you know, the Astros kind of had the hold of the game pretty much the entire time uh, up until late in the game. Toddy, obviously, uh, you know, was big for us there. You know, he does what he does. Uh, but then we had the ability to really uh, grind out at bats there in that uh, 11th inning to be able to put, to put those guys away. It was great. It was great to see guys really come in there, grind out at bats, put together good swings, um, and have the ability to really put that game away there in the top of the 11th. So it was great to see that, uh, you know, it just shows, you know, even if we're not hitting that well, I think we only had a few hits, you know, through nine and then uh, had the big, uh, the big inning there in the 11th. So it was uh, great to see the, that, uh, you know, this team has the ability to, to really explode in an inning. And, uh, you know, that's what makes a great team. Do you think that that kind of grinded out meant it, like, is it easier to do that? Is it easier to grind out those at bats past the baton when you know that like the next guy, like this offense is as deep as it is and the next guy is a good chance he'll be the one that produces? Yeah, I definitely think so. I definitely think that definitely that that definitely plays a factor in it. I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day, guys are grinding out their own at bats. You know, I, I, whoever's hitting behind me, uh, obviously you want to pass the baton to them, but we're dialed into our each individual at bats to, to work our walks, to work what we need to do individually and obviously pass the baton as well. That was Will Myers with the media after the game. If you didn't understand what they were talking about when the fan tried to steal it out of his glove. So he catches the ball at the wall and Brian Cohen and I are watching it on TV. And he, he, I mean, if he, if it's a foot higher, the ball is gone. It's a grand slam. The game is completely different, but so he catches it and the fan is like sneakily puts his hand into his glove. And Will Myers kind of does the thing where he's like, Hey, Get out of my glove. So it was kind of funny. Look for that when you see the play. Uh, you heard him talking about how they didn't have uh, many hits coming into the extra inning period. But in the top of the 11th, they ended up with seven runs and six hits. So they broke it open for sure. And it was uh, it was just downhill for the Astros from there. The Padres just kept they, – they pretty much – after a couple runs, it seemed like they were just swinging at first or second pitches that were in the zone. And it just everything was going the Padres' way at that point. It was really pretty astonishing after how they struggled to get a hit through the first eight innings of the game. Uh, And uh, the Astros were looking like they were going to end up winning, but they didn't. And the Padres got seven runs in the top of the 11th inning. They win 10 to 3. They move to 33 and 19 on the year. Astros move to 27 and 23 on the year. Uh, Mark Melanson gets the win and the blown save. Now, in the out of town scoreboard, when we, when we talk about it in a little bit, there is a, a, a big game brewing right now between the Dodgers and the Giants. We need those two teams to beat up on each other to allow the Padres to extend their lead in the National League West. And they're already extending their lead in all of Major League Baseball with the win. So big game, big way for them to pull it out. And if you're a Padres fan, I had a friend text me just a little bit ago saying, normally, if I'm a Padres fan, I'm 
turning off the game. I'm going to bed. I'm watching a movie. I'm doing something else in extra innings because it's just not going to be good. But you know what happened in the, this, this season? You can't leave. The The Padres are a completely different team. They're going to figure out a way to win, and they're going to figure out uh, any way to win. I mean, they only had one bench player at a certain point, and then Victor Caratini comes in the game, and they had no bench players. So they were kind of out of luck there in the end if anyone was injured, or, and they might have to put Joe Musgrove in left field or something like that. So uh, the Padres, again, find a way to win, and they win 10-3. to when we get back on the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan, we are going to name our player of the game. We're going to tell you about that Dodgers-Giants score. We're going to give you the home run tally, and we're just going to overall have a great time. I'm Matt Scraby. We'll be back in three minutes here on 97.3 The Fan. This is Austin Miller from the San Diego Padres. The 2021 Padres play here, 97.3 The Fan. And I am Matt Scraby on 97.3 The Fan. The Padres beat the Astros 10-3 to tonight. I just walked back in the room and Brian Cohen said that we had John and Temecula call in and say that he enjoyed uh, watching the game with the Padres chef, which um, don't bring up chefs while Brian and I are super hungry because uh, that is honestly, I'm looking forward to getting out of here and getting something to eat. But that sounds pretty interesting, John. So uh, please give us a call back during the week sometime or uh, hit me up on social media and let me know how it was to uh, hang out with the Padres chef. That seems like a pretty cool story. I don't know how you get to do that, but you know, you got to tell me so I can figure out how to sample some of that good food. All right, the again, the Padres beat the Astros 10 to 3. Where are we going? I just started thinking of food and I lost my place. Oh yeah, okay. Let's do this real quick. We need to name our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel, San Diego's favorite casino and dining. 2 and 2 to fam. Runners get first and third, and this is a line drive into right field for a base hit. Garantini will score the easy way. Five to three Padres here in the 11th. And we are going to name Tommy Pham as the player of the game. He was the guy who started the scoring for the Padres, and he quietly has uh, been, been doing some great things at the plate. In the last five games that he's played, he has hit in four of them, and he's had multiple hits two days in a row now. He's hit, he went two for four yesterday, and or no, I'm sorry, he went. Uh, this will be three days in a row. My apologies, Tommy Fan. Three days in a row with two hits at least. So tonight he went two for four with two RBIs, two walks, and he hit that home run. So good for Tommy Fan. He's starting to round into form. And he's up to 214 on his average this year, and his uh, on-base percentages is through the roof because he's walking more than anyone in baseball right now. And uh, it feels, it's got to feel good for Tommy Pham after, like what Kathy said, everybody's been giving him a lot of stuff all year about how bad he has been at the plate, but he's turning it around, and belief in yourself will, will help you do that. Uh, on Twitter, if you want to reach out to me, at Matt Scraby, uh, at Cabin Mister. Sorry if I mispronounced your name, but they're naming this game the 7-11 game, and I kind of like that because they scored seven runs in the 11th inning. So when we reference this throughout the year, we should call it the 7-11 game. I'm going to call it that, so thank you for submitting that name of the game. I like naming things. It just makes it easier to reference them in the future. Okay, the Dodgers and the Giants are still battling right now, so let's find out what's happening in that game. 
It's time to check the scores around the big leagues with the Out of Town Scoreboard. Brought to you by OGs, your headquarters for all games, with seven convenient locations in San Diego. All right, there's only one game going on here in Major League Baseball right now, and it's the San Francisco Giants in L.A. taking on the Dodgers. It's the bottom of the 10th inning. Now, this game has been crazy because the Giants ended up, uh, they were losing kind of like the Padres were, and Buster Posey hits a three-run home run in the top of the eighth inning. But then after he did that, the uh, Dodgers had to come back let me. I'm trying to. The internet is stalling on me right now, so that stinks. But the, okay, so the um, the Giants took a five to two lead after that three run home run by Buster Posey, and then Barnes hit a three run homer himself to tie it up five to five. And also, Mike Talkman robbed Pujols, Albert Pujols, that is. Yes, he does play for the Dodgers. They, he robbed him at the fence of a home run, so it stayed 5-5. Five to five. They went into extras in the top of the 10th inning. The Giants scored three runs on two hits, so they went up to 8-5. to five, And that is where that is right now. There's two outs. There's uh, Mookie Betts is up to bat for the Dodgers. We'll keep an eye on that for right now. So they are in the bottom of the 10th inning. The Reds. And the Cubs played earlier today, and the Cubs won one nothing. The Marlins and the Red Sox, they went final after six innings. It's kind of weird, but they had a rain delay, and then they ended up just taking it final. The Red Sox win that one 5-2. to two. The Yankees and the Tigers were playing uh, ten innings today as well. The Tigers ended up winning that game in Detroit 3-2. to two. The Blue Jays and the Indians also ended their game earlier because of bad weather. It was in Cleveland. The Blue Jays ended up winning big, so this is why they ended it. It was 11-2 to after seven innings, uh, and the the Blue Jays take down the Indians. The Royals take down the Twins, 8-3 to in Minnesota. The A's and the Angels uh, had a little dust-up. Actually, Otani on the mound. Threw it at Mark Canna, almost hit Mark Canna in the head, and Mark Canna did not like that whatsoever. And he, there was a little bit of uh, people coming off the bench, Otani laughing at the A's, which I'm sure they weren't too happy about. But the A's get the last laugh because they win three to one. Cardinals beat the Diamondbacks eight to six. That's twelve straight losses for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, good thing we're not the Diamondbacks radio station because that would be a hard post game show to do 12 straight losses the rangers in seattle and they lose to the mariners three to two and then there was four games tonight postponed the rockies and pirates the brewers and nationals the braves and mets and the orioles and white Sox. so lots of weather games and weather issues around major league baseball tonight so that is uh those games are all headed for double headers i believe tomorrow the final in L.A., Dodgers Stadium, Giants beat the Dodgers 8-5, to and they beat them in 10 innings as well. So that is good news for the Padres. As long as those two just keep beating each other up, that is the first win of the year for the Giants over the Dodgers. And that is pretty shocking that's the first win. But the Dodgers have owned the Giants so far this year. But the Giants take one tonight in Chavez Ravine. At Chavez Ravine is what I should say. All right, we are coming up on my favorite part of the show, the relief pitcher of the game. But right now, we have to tally up all those home runs. Which Padre went deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres' home run tally. 
Brought to you by the Gomez firm on the Padres Radio Network. He's the team and walks, and a 3-1 pitch hit in the air to right. Pretty well struck. Tucker's going back. He's in front of the wall. He looks up. It's going to go. Tommy Pham, oppo at Minute Maid Park. A line drive to right, his third home run of the season. And the Padres take a 1-0 lead in the third. Now Tatis. First pitch is hammered to left field. Forget about it. Up by the train tracks. And the game is tied in the eighth. A missile to left for Tatis. His 14th home run of the season. 2-2 two to two here in the eighth. And uh, the Padres now have 51 home runs on the year. That is the home run tally. Two of them tonight, one from Tommy Pham, and then a massive one for Fernando Tatis Jr. in the eighth inning to tie the game up at two. Padres end up beating the Astros 10-3 to tonight. They scored 11 runs in the seventh inning, and Mark Melanson gets the win. He also gets a blown save, which is a bummer because he was perfect on the year. So in the record books, it'll go down as a blown save, but we all know in our hearts it was not, and that's all that matters. Rayleigh gets the loss for the Astros, and they are back at it tomorrow and Sunday, but we have two-day games uh, tomorrow is at 110, and then Sunday, I believe, is uh, either 1210 or 110. I would have to double-check that. But if the Padres are able to win tomorrow, they are, they're going to be able to win the series over the Astros, and that is a big, big deal. So be excited, Padres fans. When we get back, we get to my favorite part of the postgame show, the relief pitcher of the game, and then we'll preview what's going to happen tomorrow with the Padres and the Astros. Uh, hint, you Darvish is going to happen tomorrow. So we'll get all, into all of that next. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show after a 10-3 to Padres win over the Astros. And we'll be back in three minutes on 97.3 The Fan. This is the National Man for San Diego Padres. You listen to San Diego Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. And Nelson Lamette did make the start tonight for the Padres. He only went three innings, but it wasn't because they pulled him out early because he was uh, hurt or anything like that. They pulled him out because they needed to, but uh, he did make the start and he did go three innings. So uh, everything looking good and looking up for Nelson Lamette. Let's get to the relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Food Bank. Providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at SanDiegoFoodBank.org. And tonight's uh, relief pitcher of the game on 97.3 The Fan will be Nabil Krizmat. He went two innings of high-pressure, high-leverage baseball, and he only uh, gave up one hit. He did walk two, but he struck out two as well, and he struck out the two when he absolutely needed to. Those weren't throwaway strikeouts whatsoever. So Nabil Krizmat coming in, throwing 37 pitches, 21 of those for strikes. And Nabil Krizmat has been solid for the Padres out of the bullpen all year for the most part. And uh, as we talked to Coach a little bit earlier, he's been he's been pitching at the big league level here for a couple of days now. So they're probably going to make a move, send him down, and then he'll be back in a couple of days once his arm is rested and all that good stuff. So Nabil Krizmat is the uh, uh, relief pitcher of the game for tonight. The Padres beat the Astros 10-3. to Tomorrow is going to be a great one. It's also going to be uh, another pitcher for the Astros that is coming off of the IL tonight. Valdez came off the IL. He went four innings after he had broken his uh, ring finger on his throwing arm. They didn't think he was going to pitch at all this season, but he did. He made his way back. He only he, he actually pitched very well. He uh, went four innings, gave up two hits, 
Only one earned run, walked two, and then struck out four. He gave up that one home run to Tommy Pham, but for the most part, he was very good. And, and tomorrow, it's going to be Jake Odorizzi for the Astros. He is gonna, is coming off the IL as well. On on the year so far this year, he's 0-2 with a 10.13 ERA. He has only pitched eight innings. He uh, went on the IL early, but he is making his way back. He's given up 10 hits. He's struck at 11. He's walked three, and he's given up three home runs. And now on the other side, the Padres have their ace on the mound, and they they have him on the mound when they need it the most. Uh, we talked about in pregame with Jesse. Jesse and Tony talked about it in-game during the broadcast that you Darvish needs to – he probably feels another uh, game where he has pressure to go deep into the game because, like we've been saying all year long, the bullpen has been great, but they have been used a lot so far in this early going of the season. So you Darvish, he's 5-1 and one on the season. He has an ERA of 1.75, a whip of .89. He's pitched 61 in two-thirds innings. He's given up uh, 42 hits, but he struck out 74, and he's only walked 13 and think about this. He's uh, made you know, way more starts than Jake Odorizzi, and he's only given up five home runs. Jake Odorizzi has only been in three games so far this year, and he's given up three home runs. So you Darvish is everything is advertised when the Padres traded for him. Same with Victor Caratini. There's a couple trades that you can look at that came back to the Padres, like the Tommy Pham, Jake Cronenworth trade, and you got Jake Cronenworth playing really well, and now you got Tommy Pham rounding into form, and then you had the U Darvish and the Victor Caratini trade that came over this offseason. So um, I think it's safe to say that Caratini's welcome beyond, beyond open arms here in the Padres clubhouse because he has been awesome as well. All right, that is it for tonight. I just wanted to say thanks to Brian Cohen. He was here all night watching the game with me, going over some of the things we're going to talk about in the postgame show, so I appreciate him. Appreciate, appreciate Jesse Agler and Tony Good Jr. for calling the game. Appreciate Dave Marcus. Can't forget him. He is there every day as well, just like Jesse and just like Tony. So thank you, Dave Marcus, for setting everything up from the Petco Park side. Thank you to Adam Klug and Karen Cerulli for giving me this opportunity, as well as Kevin Callahan and uh, thanks to all of you out there listening, tweeting, calling, all that good stuff. So I will be back tomorrow with you on the uh, Geico pregame show on 97.3 The Fan. That will start at 12, 10 p.m. tomorrow. So I hope all of you join us again tomorrow for that great game between you, Darvish, and Jake Odorizzi. And uh, hopefully Eric Cosmer is back in the lineup tomorrow. We'll check on that. We'll have everything for you in pregame starting at 12, 10. The Padres beat the Astros. 10 to 3 after an 11 or a 7 run 11th inning for the Padres it's being called a 7-11 game they end up with 10 runs on 11 hits they give up or they had no errors the Houston Astros had 3 runs on 7 hits and they had 2 errors as well the game was 4 hours and 43 minutes Tommy Pham hit a home run Fernando Tatis Jr hit a home run Fernando Tatis Jr also stole his 12th base of the season and uh the there's actually a really really nice crowd in Houston tonight it's starting to feel like uh things are back to normal they had 32,045 in attendance tonight at Minute Maid Park. That is it. I am done. I am Matt Scraby. This is 97.3 The Fan. This has been the Padres postgame show. The Padres move 
to 33 and 19 on the season and the Astros fall to 27 and 23 on the season. So it is a good spot for Padres fans right now to be in. They are leading the National League West. They are also leading all of baseball and after tonight with the Giants beating the Dodgers, they put a little bit more space in between them and second place. They are now a game and a half up on the Dodgers and the Giants. So that is good news for all Padres fans out there. If they win tomorrow, they win the series, and they just keep putting space in between the first place and the second place teams in the National League West. That is it. Four hours and 43 minutes. My brain is fried. I'm going to go home, get some sleep, be back with you tomorrow, 12, 10 p.m. on the Geico pregame show. Thanks for every, uh, thanks again to everybody for listening, and I hope you enjoy your night. Be safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.